just, you guys do not even understand the technical difficulties we have had. It's, it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's like the first time we've ever done this. But you know what? We're here now. I know. And that's all that matters. And you know, carefree. Let's just, it's in the past is in the past. It's, the past is in the past. You know, that, that hour and a half of trying to set this up is now in the past. <laughs> like we've never recorded a podcast hour before. Hour and a half. Two girls, two computers, and two hours. That's but here we are. Three-fourths of a Hallmark movie we could have been watching. <laughs> but we were trying to figure this out. It's the problem is, is I have a new laptop. So we were trying to set up the new set up uh our recording on the laptop. We don't have any of the settings. So trying to figure out the settings. You guys and Erica is like working on the brand new beautiful garage band. I'm in like nineteen ninety-four. <laughs> it's like it's a, a problem. Yeah. That so, was embarrassing. So was. you're lucky this is happening. I know. We just were like, at one point we gave up. We did. But we were like, are we even going to record today? Yeah. But we pushed through because we have a greater mission. We do. We have to give the people what they want. We do have to give the people what they want. We have to talk weddings. Here comes the bride. I mean, let's first talk about how June weddings or June brides, whatever they're calling it now, is not our favorite. It's not. It's never been. It's never been. Like, I really have to set myself up to watch these I movies. Know. It's, it's, not, it's not the best season. It's just not. It's not. And I don't really understand why that is, because how many rom-coms do you love? That have to do with weddings. About a wedding. So I don't know. Well, I'm, we haven't really talked about our impressions of these movies, so I'm dying to hear your thoughts. Oh, there's thoughts. I have plenty of thoughts as well. Lots and so does Mel, yes. who is not here, you may have noticed. Yeah, Mel couldn't join us today, but she did send us some of her thoughts on these movies, which we will share because I cracked up when oh I got her opinion. She's definitely with us in spirit, and she has a lot of opinions that are valid yes and amazing so So let's dive right into these weddings i mean first things first first movie was marrying mr darcy yep sequel sequel and i loved the first one unleashing mr darcy that's what it was called yes i loved that movie so i loved that movie but i did not have high expectations for a sequel just because it had two strikes against it. A, it's a sequel, mm-hmm. and B, it's a June Brides right. movie. Yeah. So I didn't expect much going into it, I'm sad to say. So let's give a little background to marrying Mr. Darcy. Last we left, Elizabeth and Donovan, they were together at a dog show. Yes. They had a romantic final kiss, and that's it. Fast forward six months, the movie starts off hot pretty much immediately with a proposal. Yeah, boom, right in it. Didn't waste any time. No, wasted no time. They are in the park together with the dogs. She thinks that Donovan has given her, given her dog Bliss a new collar, and the ring was on the collar. Yeah, which is cute. Very cute. So... But to go back a little bit, these two met because Donovan was a dog show judge in his free time, apparently. Yeah, because he's like Mr. Business. Yeah, he owns a giant corporation and he's super rich. Elizabeth showed dogs at these shows. They met, they immediately disliked each other, and then they fell in love. Obviously. Lots of trials and tribulations. There's a meddling aunt. There are a ton of side characters 
Anyway, so they're engaged now. And that's where the madness begins. So they have, there's a lovely 10 minutes of this movie where they are happy and engaged and then shit hits the fan. Of course. So what did you think of this one? Okay. Again, going with the two strikes against it. Wasn't a fan. Yeah. You guys, I was, I love these characters and I love this world And I was disappointed in this movie. I hate to say it. Like, it breaks my heart that I have to say that. But I loved Unleashing Mr. Darcy, and this was not that. I know. And right away, what I always remember about these movies, and I understand there always has to be, like, a deadline, timeline kind of situation, but got to plan a wedding in two months. Like, it's always the same plot with these movies. Yeah, They have to get... Over Plan a wedding and over, and over again in such yeah. a short amount of time, which it, you know is going to ensue stress from the deadlines and getting this done. And like, are we going to be able to make it in time? And I just get bored with it. It's also in this movie, literally every detail was a point of contention. Every yes. single detail. And that drove me crazy. I know. It, I was, there were just too many problems. Like, there were too many. F- arguments about dumb shit i know and the crazy aunt yeah aunt violet which you know there's always a crazy mother-in-law yeah but this lady took that to a new level at one point i was just like someone needs to find violet a man so she can stay out of this girl's wedding like it was bananas i know like i've heard some bad mother-in-law stories but This lady was nuts. She was like ruthless. I mean, the worst part was when they were talking about the flowers and Elizabeth wanted, what did she want? Um, Lilies? She wanted some kind of flower that reminded her of her dead father. Yes. And Violet had a problem with that. I was like, are you kidding? I know. These flowers remind her of her dead father and you got a problem with it. I couldn't deal. I did agree with Aunt Violet's... um, opinion though about not doing a lot of colors because I did like zero <laughs> colors at my weddings. I think a classic white is the way to go. Yeah. So I was like, you totally. know what, Aunt Violet? I, I, I'm with you there. I'm with you. But one like, point for Violet. Yeah, one point for her. But man, like she is just she was not sensitive to anything at all. I know. She and it's also like she had been out of their lives. So when the movie starts, they haven't spoken to Violet in like six months. Yeah. Basically, the duration of Donovan and Elizabeth's relationship, Violet has not been in the picture. So, but Elizabeth, with a little help from Zara, kind of talking about how she misses her aunt, Elizabeth said, you know, a wedding is a great time to make amends and start over. Yeah. So, Aunt Violet was in the doghouse five minutes ago. And literally the minute she emerges, she's calling the shots. Yeah, she came back, blaze of glory. Oh my she God. She was ready to go. Guns and, blazing. And here's what I don't understand. These people are so rich. I know. Why don't they hire a wedding planner? I know. Just say, hey, Aunt Violet, sit down, relax. We're right. going to get a wedding planner to do I know. this. I thought the same thing. And here was, my, I'm looking at my notes, and my basic thought was that I love all of these characters, but this is boring. Yeah. Like, I was also kind of bored. For all the shenanigans that were going on, all the arguments, all the trials and tribulations, I was also just kind of bored. And I think it goes back to what you said about these movies being 
the same thing over and over again. We have two months to plan an extravagant wedding. How, how are they going to do it? Are they going to do it? Are they going to stay together? Are they going to break up? It's like a little bit the same thing. Yeah. And I just, here's one thing I did not understand. How does the guy skip out on the cake tasting? Literally nothing would keep me from nothing. a cake tasting. I, nothing. nothing. If, if for nothing else, I would miss a dress fitting before I would miss a cake tasting. I would I'm miss it saying. all before the cake tasting. <laughs> I, well, that's the one thing you clear your schedule for. I know. Cause when else in your life do you get to do that? Uh, you don't. I mean, come on. But I, I also did understand, you know how they live across the street? No, that was a different movie. See, now I'm starting to blur. They all do these live together. across they do. the street. Yeah. How is she knocking on his door? I can't. Doesn't with, she have a key? Here's the thing. I, with, I find the dumbest little things and I dwell on them. I mean, the fact that they're not, and this is a Hallmark thing, the fact that they're not staying over I know. at night. Like he got home late so she couldn't see him and they couldn't talk. Yeah. I'm sorry. A little more realistic, guys. Yeah. Come on. They're, in the real world, they're sleeping in the same room, and he's coming home. Yeah. And tapping her on the shoulder and being like, you want to talk now? So ultimately, she was getting concerned that he was working so much, and she wanted to marry him, but he's so into his work, and then she's having second thoughts. She was feeling distant. Yes. And and I mean, I would I could see how planning a wedding could kind of if if there are so many different disagreements and different problems, I can see how that would create a little distance. I think she just felt like he wasn't there for her. Yeah, and he wasn't into it. Right. And yeah. he, wasn't he wasn't because here's the other part that got me. He's planning a month long honeymoon and not telling her. Yeah. Um tell Excuse her. me? Yeah. Like basic logistics yeah. would dictate that your fiance would have to tell you, hey, do you want to take a month off of your life yeah. and go on a honeymoon? Like, what the hell? How is that a surprise? I, I would be pissed. I mean, it's oh it's God. a nice sentiment, but like if someone just dropped that a month? on me, I'd be like, um, have you done X, Y, and Z to make sure I can even do this? I know. I can't. So then they were on the outs for a little bit. And then good old Ann Violet. Oh my God. Just mended, mended that all right up. I know. The fact that she, I mean, I guess I expected her to be the one to save the day since, because they had to redeem her somehow yes. because she was getting terrible. Yes. Like the other part that kind of got me was so Donovan has kind of two roles. He's the head of the Darcy Family Foundation. And the corporation. So he does the business side and the philanthropic side. It was clear that he loves the philanthropic stuff. So Elizabeth was trying to encourage him to do that full time. Yeah. And Aunt Violet was like, no, a Darcy has always been the head of the corporation. Like, forget it. Basically just like shutting that down completely. Aunt Violet said that Elizabeth basically made a fool of herself a at a fool. board meeting. Oh my God. Like she was just being so mean that they had to redeem her somehow. Yeah. So in the end, Elizabeth is like crying on the bed for days. It seems like because she's called off the wedding, she feels like Donovan is distant. She's been trying to talk to him for days and he keeps putting it off, putting her off. And, you know, and also it's the same thing where the wedding that Violet was planning was not her vision. It was getting out of hand for right. her. 
Then we get to the end. <laughs> and this is where I was like, what? She had two weddings. That was her big solution. So girl who wanted something simple and, you know, intimate was cool with two. I understand that the church was a significant thing for the Darcy family, but say no. I know. Say no. Because the crux of the issue was that she wanted a simple garden wedding. She kept saying that. But the... But Donovan and Aunt Violet were like, it's got to be big. We have a lot of people wishing us well, whatever. So in the end, she ends up doing what? Her simple garden wedding on a Friday yeah. and the giant church wedding on a Saturday. It's like, you didn't win the war then. No. And also, come on, two weddings. Yeah. One is enough. One is more than enough. Right. So at, at the end, I was just like, okay, it's over. I hope they didn't redeem Violet to bring her back for a third because there, there, there doesn't need to be a third movie. I think that they, I have a feeling they are going to do a third movie and I can see a Christmas one. And I'm torn because I really do love these characters and I, I really like their chemistry. I think they're really cute together. They danced together about a million times in this movie. Yeah. And it was sweet. Like they mm-hmm. seemed, I like them. And I think that's, in the end, what kind of bothered me oh. most was that there wasn't enough them. Yeah. Had there been more, it would have saved it for me. But yeah. I felt like they were torn apart so much. Yeah. You know? Well, I guess we'll see. We'll see. I guess if, we'll see. What would the next one be called? Christmas with Christmas the Darcy's. Christmas with the Darcy's. Exactly. <laughs> there. Hallmark, write that down. We just did that for you. Can we also talk about how the sister changed in this movie. It was a different actress. Oh, Zara really? was a different actress. And they, they pulled like a, yes, uh, an, op, an, um, Aunt Vivian? an Viv, Yeah. Oh man. Uh huh. I didn't even realize that. I miss the old Zara too. I'm just saying, I'm sorry. Well, maybe she was like sequels don't work that actress. And was like, <laughs> I'm out. Bye. She's like, I'm done. Yeah. I mean, I felt bad, but this gave me not many feels. I mean, for, and for me, like, Oftentimes, just a couple characters I love can save a movie, but I was a little bit bored. Yeah, it it was definitely like a okay, just get it over with. I know. For me. Sorry. I know. Sorry. Sorry, guys. But guess I what? Wanted There's to more. There's a, there was one every weekend. I know. On to um, the Perfect Bride. Perfect Bride, another sequel. This is stemming off of uh, a June wedding movie from last year. So former marriage counselor turned fitness instructor Molly White has built a popular brand of workout classes while her successful wedding photographer boyfriend Nick is branching out into art photography. Molly and Nick are very much in love and about to take the plunge by getting married, but life's complexities combined with wedding planning are making their trip to the altar a challenge. When thoughts of postponement crop up, can this perfectly matched bride and groom work together to make their wedding happen? So one of the things I liked about this first movie from last year was the viciousness of the girl who was getting married and taking the boot camp, the yeah. boot camp class. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder, uh, sh- she had a client who was a bride. Her sister was also a bride, both in the boot camp class, and... She went with her sister to go wedding dress shopping and she found the perfect dress. Cut to the fiance. Bridezilla. Bridezilla going in and stealing it. Literally stealing the dress. Literally out from under her. Stealing it and then lying about it. Mm-hmm. And I secretly loved that. Yeah. I thought it was great. 
This movie was missing all of that stuff. I know. I needed more drama. Drama. I know. This was very much, again, what did we have? A deadline. A deadline. They originally Six thought weeks away. they yep they originally thought they had chosen a date 8 months out there was a miscommunication turns out they have to get married in 6 weeks to get the venue they want which is where they met mm-hmm. so this movie starts off with Molly getting left at the altar and it was brutal. Yeah. She screams. Yeah. She's like where's Daniel or whatever <laughs> his yeah. name was. I like felt that in my soul and I will say, okay, here's what I thought about the perfect bride. I was bored in this one too, but there were a couple of moments that I felt in my soul and that was one of them. Like I could feel her humiliation and just sadness and anger in that moment when he, her, the man she thought she was going to marry is just gone. Poof. I know that was like, my biggest nightmare. Was I, it? Oh, I never thought for a second, Casey, my husband would ever do that. But I did like early on. I was like, if you ever have doubts, please don't pull that on me. I can't handle it. Like, what do you do? Like, think about that. Think about you being left at the altar. I know. And then you have this party afterwards. You've paid for it all. You have guests there. Like, what do you what do? What do you do? You go in a hole and cry. I, I just cannot imagine all that buildup and then poof, nothing. Nothing. So screaming like that? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Justifiable. Oh, for sure. And you're dealing with the humiliation of being left like that, but also the humiliation of like a relationship ending so publicly. Yeah. And oh my God, I couldn't deal. And then like months after people are like checking in on you and like, when does that ever die down? Like what do you do with the gifts? Do you send them all back? I guess. Like what the hell? Maybe they let you keep them because it's like, because they feel so bad. But like, just think about all that time, money, your heart being broken like that. Like, especially if it was like blindsided, awful, terrible, terrible. So as the movie starts, we see, we, that, we happen see that happen and then, but then it fast forwards to present day, but it's the day, like the anniversary of the day she was left at the altar. Mm-hmm. So everyone is trying to make her feel better. Like her sister apparently told her now boyfriend, you know, this is the day, bring her donuts, make her feel better. So he brings her donuts, which was cute and yeah. made me laugh. And then that night, Nick is his name. Yes. Nick says, I need you to take these test shots because I, I want to test out this venue, whatever. So they go there and she is taking, he's taking pictures of Molly in front of the wedding venue where they met. He pretends that he forgot that that's where they met. Yeah. And she isn't even that mad. She's just like, yeah, whatever. Ha ha ha. While her back is turned, the venue lights up. She turns around. She's like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. And there he is down on one knee proposing on the day that is the anniversary of her being left at the altar. So now it's a new anniversary. Exactly. A better anniversary. And I liked that. Yeah. I thought it was cute. So then they start the process of wedding planning. First thing to do, pick a date and pick a venue. They obviously, duh, light bulb, let's get married at the place where we met, which is also now the place that they got engaged yep and somehow the dates get screwed up 
And what was planning a wedding in eight months now becomes six weeks. Yep. But, you know, they're going to power through. Because they don't want to wait like a year and a half, which is the next available date. Yes, especially. And and also, they're both stressed with other things going on in their lives. Right. She is trying to buy this the gym that she teaches her class at. Nick is opening an art gallery. Yeah, so there's a lot of things going on. Right. On top of planning a wedding, good luck. Right. So a lot of it, I felt like, was just scenes of, you know, the process of getting married, the cake tasting, the dress shopping. You know, mm-hmm. then he was setting up the art gallery. So, like, it kind of got boring. Like, nothing, like, vicious was happening. I guess not vicious, but just nothing that seemed out of the ordinary. Right. You know? And then um, an ex comes back. Yes. The ex. Yes. The altar leaving ex. Yes. So Molly does not get approved for a bank loan, but she finds out that a private investor wants to help her. Turns out this private investor is her ex. Yeah. Like the last person you want to even see. I mean, I can't believe that they ever agreed to it, but she really wants this loan. She's that money. And so she agrees to it. And so her ex is in the picture. I mean, just he, and it's very clear that he wants forgiveness for what he's done, which you understand, which is understandable. Like you just ghosted her, never like followed up. Totally. He claims that he left her at the altar because he was afraid he would disappoint her, which I just think, there is no excuse that's going to make her feel better. Yeah, and then obviously Nick, uh, the current fiance, started getting a little, a little jealous. jealous just because she saw him, saw her interacting with him. You know, and your head just goes there. Like, yeah. what's happening? Like, yeah. is she, you know, thinking of him again? And she never was. There never really was that hint of her being like, oh, wait, do I have feelings for him? Never. Never, which I like. I like that they too. they could have made it Who's it going to be? But I like that we always knew like where her head was. She had so clearly moved on. Yeah. And I just started to think that I just remember there being a lot of act outs that were just them being like, oh, we're so stressed. Fade to black. You know? Yeah. Like, Like they were shuffling through wedding binders at one point. And first of all, no one has that many wedding binders. And if you do, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. How many binders do you need? I know. So I, just, I know in every scene, they're like drowning in wedding paperwork. I know. And okay. I remember they were at dinner with the parents and at one point it was like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? Okay. Fade to black. And I, I know. Like, where, where, like there's nothing to like hang, hang you on on any of these things. I know? know. But then the ex does come over and asks her like, did you ever wonder what could have right. been? And she immediately shuts him down. It was like, no, I never did. Like right. I realized it wasn't we right weren't right for each other. Yeah. yeah. And so then we find out that the reason this six week deadline is so important and why she's rushing it is because she is secretly afraid that he that Nick will leave her at the altar. Understandably so. I mean, that part that was the second part that hit me like to my core. She because she was settling on everything. Yeah. She wasn't finding a dress she loved. She wasn't like crazy about anything but she just wanted to get it done exactly but she was just settling for everything because she wanted to get it done and she says it's because what if he changes his mind yeah and that killed me yeah because it's like 
what she went through was obviously traumatic. And like, here she is, she's in love again. And she trusts Nick loves him, but is still terrified that he won't want her. And then when they, they get to that aisle and that broke my heart. I know it's sad because get, getting married and rushing a wedding because you're just living out of fear. Like yes. that's not the whole, that's not even what it should be about. Exactly. So that made me really sad for her. So then they decided to postpone. Yes. So the wedding's off. Then they're regretting not getting married because they genuinely because they love, love each other. other and they want to be married. So now it's wedding day and she's all done up. And my favorite part was the product placement of the Hallmark card, <laughs> which my first reaction was nobody ever puts a card in an envelope with the back being the first thing you see. Like, way to go, Hallmark. Get that, get that product placement. I know, placement. exactly. But there was a card uh, from him saying he's excited to marry her. And then it happens. And they get married. And that's And that. that's the movie. Yep. Pretty much. That's a movie. I just needed more. Like, maybe it actually would have been a little more like, oh my gosh, if he like really confessed, like the, the ex-boyfriend, if he was like, I'm still in love if with he, you. I want, I, I'm here to win you back. If like, he maybe came back. Maybe a little more of that. If he came back in the picture f- because he still loved her or something like that. Yeah, like act out on that. Act out on yeah. her looking like, oh my gosh, new revelation. Like, what do I do? Not, are you good? I'm okay. They could have, I think there would have been more opportunities to spice it up. But, I mean, you know, maybe it didn't have to be so dramatic every time. I don't know. I mean, I think that there's a reason these two movies, only um, Marrying Mr. Darcy and Perfect Bride, were made sequels. It's because they have great characters, and the first movies had a good story. And I think that having a sequel should not just be like a free pass. You got to put a little work into it. Yep. It's got to be another interesting story. It can't just be, look, two characters you loved are getting married. Yeah. It's the same issue I have with the wedding march. It's like, we do not need, if the story's not interesting or different or Give fun or quirky, stop it. I know. Like you don't get a free pass just because we love these characters and we want to see a sequel. Make it count. Because the problem is once they do that, then I start to like, hate the characters exactly because i'm just like you're not interesting anymore right like you had me on the last movie i was fine with it but right. now we're dragging basically we're just dragging it out and like watching these people have like minimal problems right like, it's just not great like and also if you did it once and kind of captured the magic one time and on you, a high note yes end on a high note i i just i want more from these sequels well truly you brought up wedding march four <laughs> which i refuse to watch i'm not doing a fourth movie yeah i can't i gave up i didn't do it you know i'm sorry dory watched it i did i watched wedding march four and it actually wasn't my least favorite of the wedding march movies mainly on the strength of the couple that was getting married in Wedding March 4, so basically a couple, as with all of these sequels, a couple comes to the inn and they want to get married, and the girl who's getting married has no family, it's just her, so she goes and talks to her fiancé's parents before the wedding, and they're getting married at the same venue that her fiancé's parents got married at, and she... And her soon-to-be mother-in-law makes an offhand comment saying, um, 
your wedding could never be as memorable as ours was. And she doesn't even like finish the thought. And so the girl takes that as I want my wedding to be just like their wedding. Since it was so memorable, I want my wedding to be just like my fiance's parents' wedding. So she starts changing everything. She wants to change her dress. She wants to change the flowers in her bouquet. She wants to change where they're getting married on the property. She wants to change everything. Cut to finding out that the mother said that because everything went wrong at their wedding. So what she was saying was, your wedding will never be as memorable as mine because shit hit the fan. Yeah, okay. So all of the plans and changes that this girl made are for nothing And she ends up reverting back to her original wedding. Now, obviously, that's a condensed version of all the stuff that happened. It wasn't... I like the girl. It's Merritt Patterson played the girl. She's been in a bunch of Hallmark movies before. I like her. So I was fine with it. There there wasn't a whole lot of, you know, Jack Wagner, Josie... What's her name? Josie? I don't know. Whatever. There wasn't a lot of them in the movie, which I was okay with. Um, was there any singing? There was no singing. Oh, Maybe no. that's why Maybe I Maybe he was on it. tour. He was gone. But it was just there. It was another sequel, another reason to have all these characters thrown together. I mean, it was fine. It was just there. I don't have really any... I had no feels, that's for sure. Well, I just kind of watched in passing. But who did have some feels? Well some feelings I should say was our friend Mel uh I would just like to share Mel has uh renamed this movie uh she (laughs) now calls it there's two options so take your favorite wedding march four when the hell is this march over I'm tired (laughs) or wedding march four a true test of patience (laughs) and her thought was man it was boring (laughs) so that's all we have for Mel but you know what Sometimes less is more. I know. You summed it up for me, Mel. Not watching it. All the sequels were boring this month, this year. I mean, there's the fifth do better. one. Not doing it. No, uh, no, I can't. I don't know. At the rate they're going. I know. Oh, my God. It just, I just, having these sequels, it's not just a free pass. Like, do do a little bit of work. Switch it up. Uh, maybe these I characters, don't know. these actors deserve better. Maybe, maybe like because June Weddings is like, I don't know if it's just us that feels this way, but it's the least hyped up, least favorite kind of season, genre, whatever. Maybe they just are like make whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably. Like there's minimal, like, they're like, oh, it's fine. And I mean, we're watching them, they're making money. Because let's be honest, right now it's June. Like, this is when they're shooting. Christmas movies. I know. It's true. And so obviously these wedding movies were filmed months ago, but I guarantee you, I guarantee you December of the end of the year, January, they're already thinking about those Christmas movies. Yeah. So no one's saying, oh, you know what we got to really hype up this year is the wedding. Like, no, they're already working on Christmas after Christmas is done. I know. So that's their bread and butter, man. Yeah. So who knows? Who knows is right. So maybe they're just like, oh. Yeah, people like that one. Let's just make a sequel. Oh, you know, Wedding March 4? Sure, why not? And I don't have a problem with a sequel in theory. I just feel like... Don't be lazy with it. Exactly. Thank you. Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. You you got us here. I You got my attention. I'm here for it. Yeah. 
show me something good. Well, we have two more that were not sequels. That's right. We had two originals. Two originals. Two and I'm new dying to hear your thoughts about these two. Let's start. Let's keep going in order on the way they premiered, which the okay. next one was Love at First Dance. Love at First Dance. So Hope is tasked with teaching Manhattan's former most eligible bachelor how to dance for his extravagant society wedding. But as the dance lessons progress, complications ensue when feelings begin to develop between student and instructor. You know, we love a good dance we, movie. Oh my God, Erica, we love a good dance movie. What did you think of this? This was my favorite of the bunch. Mine too. Thumbs up thought it was great i mean i don't know if it's because i just get persuaded when i see a dance movie but (laughs) i love becca i do too tobin is that's your last name right yeah kitty from glee i love her she's so cute and as soon as i saw her pop up i was like oh my gosh i got my nails done next to her once (gasps) you did i did i was in larchmont and i was at a uh bella cures and she walked in and this was like months ago or probably a year ago. And she walked in and I looked at her cause I watched Glee, mm-hmm. but you know, when's the last time Glee was on? And I was like looking at her for a while. I'm like, I know her, who is she? So then in the nail salon, I ended up like Googling it. Hopefully mm-hmm. she didn't see my phone. <laughs> I found out my friend was over my friend, Emily. I don't think she listens. So she's not even going to hear me give her a shout out, but shout out to Emily. And she saw a commercial for this movie and she was like, oh, that's the girl from Glee. Did you know that her fiancé died? Oh, so the first one. Her first fiancé yes. died yeah. around the same time Corey Monteith, Leah Michelle's boyfriend, yes. died. So she, her life has been a Hallmark movie. There was that tragedy. Oh, my gosh. I didn't, I mean, I remember hearing that, but I forgot. Then I think she met this guy like a year later. They had a gorgeous wedding. Oh, my God. Because once I, like, read... Because I think it was when I was getting my nails done, she recently got married, so it was, like, in the news. Okay. And I remember looking at the pictures, and it was gorgeous. Wasn't it in Montana or yeah, something? Yeah, it was, Idaho. like... It was stunning. Yeah. And she's so pretty. She's She's beautiful. so cute. Um, she was so Jane endearing. Lynch officiated her wedding. Oh, which my gosh. How cool is that? I love that. Um, so when I saw her in this movie, I was like, oh, okay, I really like her. So I had high hopes from the beginning. I need more Hallmark movies with her in them. She was adorbs. She is so cute. I will Love say her. I do like her with a little more of a sassy side, like the way she was on Glee. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't mind her playing a villain. Like a bridezilla. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think She'd she be good. Be great. She'd be good. So basically she's a dance instructor who brides and their fiancés come in and get dance lessons with her. And a bride comes in with a man. Who cannot dance. Who cannot dance. He's stepping all on her toes. Apparently, at a debutante ball, he had a really bad experience like, in his like childhood. It's, it's He's traumatized. He's traumatized from a death from a ball. I, I know. He's I so it. scared to have everyone laughing and pointing at him. Um, at his wedding so he needs their help but they had met before the fiance and hope had met before because hope's best friend is a dancer and a broadway show she and he are at the stage door and he tries to get in her name's not on the list he tries to just kind of get in ahead of her because his not his name's not on the list either. 
the bouncer or whatever is not letting her in. He's like, no, you can't go. But he recognizes this guy mm-hmm. because he's famous in New York, whatever. And so they have a little argument because she does not like, she does not like how entitled he is acting at this stage door. Yeah. So, so they have words. There was a little anger towards each other. And so the fiance scared me. The girl. She seemed, I don't know. I just thought she was a little strange. She looked dead in the eyes. Yeah. She did look dead in the eyes. She looked miserable. She was like an Amazon woman. Yeah. She was like overpowering and scary. She, I'd be afraid of her. She, I mean, for someone who was getting married, she seemed pretty miserable the whole movie. Like just kind of fake and I don't know. I wasn't feeling her. And you know, I actually started thinking about how many couples really go and get and take dance lessons. That intensive of dance lessons too, because hopes when hope sees how bad of a dancer he is, she's like, so you should come in two to three times a week for an hour. Like dedication time. Also, I've, I really wonder if any, does anyone really invite their dance instructor to the wedding? I mean, I know, as, that was as weird, like she took him to the one wedding so they, she could show him yeah. the payoff and they had a seat. They had a dinner. I was like, that's expensive. You I pay know. per person and you're paying for the dance instructor and a date. I know it was, that kind of took me aback too. I, I do appreciate couples going and if they're really bad and uncomfortable and they try but I just always feel like choreographed dances, even if it's a slow dance, just look, you always catch someone counting. Yeah, I oh, get whatever. that. And Hope's struggle throughout this movie is she's kind of let her dream of being a choreographer die because she's been, her heart's been broken too many times. She's been let down too many times. So she's in the process of buying a dance studio, but she also has this opportunity to potentially be a choreographer in London. So that's kind of her personal struggle. And then he's struggling because he works for him and his fiance, their fathers or partners and basically handed them the business, Mm -hmm. which I don't remember. Some kind of like financial, financial, something, you know, corporate, something. But what he really wants to do is he actually like invested in, in one of his friends plays. Yeah. And now he wants to kind of keep going that route. So he's struggling with the, do I stay with the family business or do I break out to, you know, and do do my my own own thing. thing. So they found that mutual connection of, you know, struggling with what kind of career path to go down, which obviously, you know, got them talking about. Right. It gave them a connection. Yeah. So I did the mothers in this movie were the worst. (laughs) (laughs) They were so bad. They were so mean. Yeah. I mean, they were just like making decisions left and right because this is, they're very prestigious you know, power couple, I guess to say. Right. So there was a lot of people they had to invite. There was a lot of protocol they had to fall under. And they were pushing for this first dance to be perfect. Yes. Like photograph, like this is going to be on, you know, every magazine, you know, high society weddings or, and they're also reminding this poor guy of his failure. They're like, you don't want what happened at the debutante ball to happen again. Do you? And he's probably like, man, like I need to go back to therapy to get over this time. He's like, leave me alone. So, Basically, what ends up happening is he starts spending more time with her because the fiance has, the fiance has work and stuff. Right. And, and she knows how to dance. So she's yeah. not the one who needs classes. Yeah. And so they obviously start spending time together. 
Uh, they do an exercise in the park where they get in the pond, which you couldn't pay me enough to do that. No. Here's also, <sighs> here's the one thing about this movie that bothered me. They were quite clearly dating while he was getting these dance lessons. Like, the stuff they were doing, they were going on dates. Yeah. Like, you're, you're wedding, dancing or... in a pond in yeah. Central Park. You're yeah. going on a date. That's not you're, platonic. That is not platonic. Like, you're going to your wedding cake tasting with your dance instructor. Yeah. You're bringing this guy to a wedding at night. Like, y'all are dating. Yeah. It, and that blew my mind. Like... I get it. And obviously nothing happened. They aren't like holding hands. They're not making out. But like it's clear you have a connection with this this person. And you are engaged. But y'all are going on dates and like having deep emotional conversations. I was like, that's a lot. That's a lot going on. No wonder why there's something brewing here. Exactly. Like, hello. I just couldn't. I was like, y'all keep going on dates. She has the biggest audition of her life and he and goes he for shows moral support like y'all are dating who invited you anyway but okay oh my gosh like that's the one thing that i was like okay this is a bit much these folks are dating they are going on multiple dates a week i do like that they did not make the fiance like a raging crazy psycho yeah like ultimately what happens as we know is they realize they're not meant to get married right and they both kind of mutually agreed on that. Yeah. Which was nice. It wasn't him confessing right. to her, like, I want out, not not just out of this marriage, but, like, I don't want to be a part of this business right. anymore. But he was afraid to let her down because she's, you know, equally invested in this. And she could have been, like, a crazy psycho. But she actually was like, I'm so glad you said this. Right. Like, because I'm kind of you know, feeling this too. And she also says, you know, I just want you to be happy. Yeah. And I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so then like he had to tell his dad that he didn't want to continue working for the business. And then the dad basically like shunned him and was like, Mm -hmm. you're letting a bunch of people down. Meanwhile, his dance instructor, Went off to London. Hope gets the job in she London. She got the job to be a choreographer. She leaves like within days yep. of the news. And it seems like they are going on two different paths. And then guess who pops up in London town? That's right. He comes to get her. I know. I really loved the end of this movie. So she's choreographing a routine. She's in a theater and he shows up. And he basically explains to her that he started a new branch of the business that would be focused on creative projects and that he was heading that up. So he got, it was nice because he got to kind of follow his passion, but still be involved in the family business. Mm -hmm. And he, and then as a wonderful coincidence, one of the plays, the first plays that he's investing in is going to the West End in London. So yep. he will be back and forth between London and New York quite frequently. And then they dance. And then they dance. And I am so glad it didn't do the one year later exactly. walking down the aisle. Like we didn't have to. No. There was enough. Yes, there wasn't a wedding, but 
it was wedding. Yes. It doesn't have to always end in the wedding. And that's, I think, what I loved most about this movie. It was a different way to handle the wedding theme. Yeah. Because they were going, the wedding theme was all around them because the whole reason they're together is they're planning this dance for his wedding. They're doing a bunch of wedding events. But it wasn't them getting married in two months. Chaos Mm. ensues. It was a different take on it. And I loved that. I also loved that, like, all they have at the end is a dance and a kiss. And it's not a proposal. And it's not. It's just kind of like the potential of them going somewhere, which is lovely. It was a lovely way to end it. And Mel, actually, her thoughts on this movie was she really liked that no one had to quit their dream job. Yeah. Like she got what she wanted. He got what he wanted. I think we all three would agree. It's nice when everyone gets what they deserve. Exactly. Yeah. Mel also really enjoyed the wardrobe. I mean, her, her dresses were so cute. So cute. There was one, I don't, I think it was the one that, when they had that dance inside the ballroom. Oh yeah. It was like this really cool color block. I like went online and scoured to find it. Did you? I did not find it. Damn. So if anyone knows that dress, you should DM her and be like, "Where'd you get Where'd that you dress? Get that dress? I need it." It was I also so liked cute. the red one that she wore in yeah. the pond. Yeah. I mean, she just made me want to up my dress game. She, I thought she was so cute. I also liked that they used a Michael Bublé song. I liked that too, and I really liked. Um, in the last dance and the dance that they do, they have one other dance together where they change the lighting, like they bring the lights down and yeah. it seems like a dream or something. That was the Michael Bublé song. Yes. And I love that they did that because it kind of just is a nice visual way to show like these people are falling in love. Like they are in an alternate yeah. reality really quick when yeah. they dance. It was very sweet. That's the dress I need to find in that scene. In that scene. Okay. We're going to find you that dress. It looks like kind of like a BCBG thing, but you never know. Anyway, I like this one. This is my favorite one. It was also Mel's favorite one. Yes. Um, So I think we all, like three of us agree, this is the standout of the June wedding. It was for me. Yeah. And then we get to Yes, I Do. Yes, I do. Now, this one was quirky. This one was the weirdest plot line. Like, I can't, I still am undecided if I hated it or if I loved the plot line. I, you know what? I'm with you. I can't decide because if. It's, it's just so, it would never happen. I just don't think it could ever happen. So, the plot is real simple. On, on its face, the plot is really simple. A girl... <laughs> leaves her fiance at the altar twice. twice, not just once for different reasons. Twice, And they set that up very early in the movie, but they're going for a third try third times the charm. That's the part. Like would I that know. ever happen? I know. I'm sure it has. I know, but three times. And can we, this guy is like the most forgiving soul ever to I be know. left at the altar twice. And I think that the whole, the how they excuse it is the first time she was overwhelmed and not ready and wanted to focus on her business. I get that. And the second time, I don't know, the timing was wrong again. But, like, how are the warning bells not going off sooner that, like, this isn't the right time? Like, why is the moment you decide 
to end it the moment you're legit in the dress about to walk down the aisle. I mean, maybe that second time she was like, I already did this once. I can't do it again. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then she gets, she's like, I'm not doing it. I know. And she just bolts. I know. Could you, like, like what we said at the top of this podcast, could you imagine twice? No. I could not. No. I could not imagine it. It, this movie was bananas. I've never seen anything quite like it on Hallmark. I know. I know. So not only is this happening, she is an owner of a chocolate factory. What's her name? Charlotte's chocolate Charlotte, factory. Yeah. Charlotte and the chocolate factory. But she's allergic to chocolate. But she's allergic to chocolate. So she basically makes her creations. What was it like based on smell smell she's she said she's like a sommelier but for chocolate like whatever what okay like, just stop so basically there's this huge contest happening where you could be featured in this chocolate magazine chocolate monthly chocolate monthly and they're looking for like the next big flavor let's talk for a minute about <laughs> chocolate monthly because how why? do i get like on what it? i mean is how that real life how do i get involved chocolate monthly like so many parts of this movie were making me laugh. When I saw Chocolate Monthly, I was like, are you kidding me? I'd pay for that. And also it turns out that the fiance's <laughs> ex is running Chocolate Monthly. <laughs> of course. So she comes to this small town because she's like, I don't know. Interviewing They're going to feature yeah. the best chocolate for the magazine. She wants to get to know the Chocolate Factory and I love her. I love Jessica. I never know how to say her last name. I never know how to say it. But I loved her in 90210 when yeah. she was. I think she needs. This is what she's best at. Or yeah. Is playing like the the crazy. Evil-ish. I think so too. I like her better as a villain than as a Hallmark, a traditional like Hallmark heroine. So we find out that she's afraid of weddings. There's something about it that just freaks her, her out. To panic. She has like a wedding phobia. Yes. And so. I was just thinking, like, if you're so stressed about it, just go to the courthouse and get married. But the man. The man. He wants the he wedding. He wants the big wedding. Which is an interesting new view that I don't think I've ever seen in a movie no. before. And he's, he is, you know, he says it very plainly. He was like, I want to get married in front of all our friends and family in a church. Yep. I want a wedding. And she loves him, and she's going to prove that she's good with this. So she's taking the, the reins on everything wedding. She decides that she's going to plan it because he... He's over it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they have... And there's they hit a speed bump with wedding number three. She starts to panic. He notices it, and he's like, you know what? I'm not doing this a third time. Like, you're clearly not ready. We're done. And, but she real she, you know, she does love him. And mm-hmm. so she's like, you know what? I'm going to plan everything. And she keeps telling him, all you have to do is show up. I am planning everything. Yeah. And he's like, we'll see. Yeah, exactly. So now the ex comes back. The, and who is the ex? The editor of the Chocolate, Chocolate Monthly. Monthly's in. And she sees that it's him and she's determined to win him back. And she is conniving. Yeah. And for she a while, evil. and for a while, once Charlotte realized that that's the ex, she wanted to keep it a secret that she's right. engaged to, you know, the ex fiance because she didn't want it affecting her contest win or right. loss, which I totally understand. But then she finds out and it become, kind of becomes a competition. Yes. Which for I'm his affection. For his affection. Yes. You know, ex ex girlfriends out buying him clothes, which is weird. 
and she's trying to she spies on his notebook and sees the list of things he wants in a wedding and she pretends that that's exactly what she wants so it's like oh my god we want the same thing for a wedding she's trying to like orchestrate this fate moment where they have a connection and it's meant to be because they want all the same things at their wedding like he wants carnival foods at the reception and he wants like pink yeah flowers something peonies yeah and now charlotte's overhears this and she's questioning well maybe she is right for him right but then it's like nope you got you have your man you better pull this wedding off meanwhile she's creating the special chocolate mixing together flavors trying to find the perfect chocolate but what happens is she makes a batch that includes strawberries which we learned earlier that you know editor of chocolate monthly is allergic allergic to strawberries, strawberries which can we talk about this did you notice this I can't be the only one that noticed this. Okay. They did not say strawberries. Yeah. There was lip flap every time. Yeah. The first time I caught it, I was like, that's weird. I like, noticed it they too. They showed her right yeah. on camera and she looked like she said something completely opposite of strawberries. Her mouth yeah. did not do strawberries. Her, it did not match up, so up with like, the words coming out of her mouth. Okay. That's weird. Like one take. But then the strawberries keep coming back. And yeah. every time they did not say strawberries. I know. So something at the end Last minute, they switched They it. changed, yeah. And I I'm dying to too. know what they said. Me too. Because I could not make it out. Anyone who was involved with this film, can you tell us? And please. I, I was trying to think of like idea, like ideal things. Like maybe it was like peanuts because that's like maybe. a sensitive thing. But it didn't look like her, her mouth said peanuts. Yeah. But for the life of me, I can't understand why they didn't try to cheat those better. I know. Because it was bad. Like I know... You shoot, you shoot insert shots. You shoot cutaways. You shoot wides. How did they not? I know. That's just, like, did they just not care? It was brutal. It was so bad. I know. I was like, that's, like, embarrassing, like, edits. I'm sorry, but it's just not. You don't do that. Yeah, I, I definitely noticed that, too. And I rewound it a couple times. I was like, what is she saying? Like, why does that look weird to me? Yes. And the reason that this became a thing was because we're now at the the unveiling of the chocolate, which like brings the whole town out. I know. We're at the chocolate unveiling, and she made a new batch. Nothing that had to do with strawberries. And uh, ex-fiance or ex-girlfriend comes in, and she accidentally drops the sample chocolate on the floor, bends down, picks it up picks up a str- an old one because she had been in the factory earlier and, and knew learned. that they were strawberries. So she sabotaged this competition for her. So she had an allergic reaction to the strawberries. She grabs the, the guy and was like, take me out of here. And she loses, obviously, the competition. So now Charlotte's thinking I really lost him because it's like she did this awful thing. Right. She, she feels like he's going to think that he tried to poison her purposely and it it's crazy yeah and then obviously the truth comes out because the wrapping was different (laughs) okay the wrapping all of this was a reach like it really was so much of this was a reach i did love the old man though he was actually adorable he was very cute i loved him so then she confronts chocolate monthly editor and was like you switched it i know you did and then she's like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Thinking that she's deny, gonna... deny, deny. But, you know, the man knows better and he runs out trying to go after her, but obviously misses her. Then he confesses that he loves her. Yeah. And they were meant to be. He didn't believe this whole chocolate scam exactly. that lady pulled. 
He knew that she was the one for him. And he said a line that I actually was like, I don't know if I love this or hate this, which was, you didn't break my heart. You're what keeps it beating. Oh, I liked that. So they make up on a park bench and now they're, they're wedding ready. Yes. Cut to her getting ready. She somehow has to get herself to the church because she her, forgot the rings at forgot, her yeah. place. She gets her in the car. Has to go. She has to drive herself it to breaks. the wedding. And then it breaks down. The car breaks down. And who picks her up on the side of the road but the chocolate, chocolate monthly, monthly girl. Takes her, drops her off. It was a cute ending. It was a cute ending. It was cute. And then they fly off. We forgot to mention that the fiance is a helicopter repair repair man. What? I don't know. Well, that's because they had their helicopter send off. That's right. The At the end, they fl- they get ready to fly off in a helicopter to parts unknown. The other thing I don't understand. Well, two parts to this. I don't understand how you don't like chocolate. <laughs> the groom did not like chocolate. Or how she magically recovers from her allergy yes. to chocolate. But also she said, I made a chocolate that's not chocolate. Like, w- right. what does that even she mean? She made a chocolate for people who don't like chocolate. None of that makes sense. No. <laughs> does like, not compute. I was thinking, like, when he tasted it, they would have described, like, this is what that means. Nope. No. It's just, he's like, this is really good. It's like... It's chocolate. Chocolate is chocolate. I know. I don't understand. Um, the other thing I, the first, my first note on this, when I watched the montage of her leaving him twice at the altar, what do you think my first thing was? Coming from my past, how many weddings I've been in? Oh, geez. It was. How much. Those bridesmaids had those, different dresses yes, every time. Yes. Every single time. And I was, because th- I was thinking, if I had to buy a bridesmaid dress and she didn't walk down the aisle, I would set the venue on fire. <laughs> After all the money you spend. But how do you not let me wear this the dress you already made exactly. me buy for wedding number one? That's what I thought, too. I was like, wait a minute. You had them do this. It's like every wedding was completely different. Yes. You got a different dress. They got a different dress. <laughs> nope. What the they hell? They had different tuxes every time. Oh, my God. Like, I think she started in, like, a pink dress, and then the bridesmaid had an 11 dress, and by the end, she's wearing a red. No. No. You That's can... three dresses for one no. bride. You're going to have to miss me with that. I'd be like, girl, we tried it once. Not <laughs> doing it again Bye, i'll be sitting Sorry. In, the, in the cheap seats in the back exactly i'll be wearing that dress you in the back i'll be wearing the dress you made me bought right. to your wedding oh i was just i didn't understand it i also wonder like what was the point of having two altar leaves like could this have worked if she left him once had done it once yeah i, I don't think, think so. we needed that because that that right off the bat was like has this really ever happened? Like, has someone... And he this? was okay with it twice? I know. I know. They he were still love, together? He must really love her. So I had kind of conflicted feelings about this, you know? Like, I th- I think I liked it, but it was kind of crazy. And it was a lot to take I in. I can't decide. That's why I said I can't thing. decide I don't either. Know. Let's see what Mel said. Mel appreciated how nuts this movie was. Right. You know, she said she could relate to her wedding panic. She thinks if she was with someone who demanded like a big church wedding, she'd have she a nervous would, breakdown. She'd have a nervous breakdown, which I understand. Um, but she did think that it was lame that the thing that finally made her go through with it was losing him. It was like kind of like what we said before. And like, I get that. You're just proving like you're you have right. to prove that you love him by marrying him. Like, right. I mean, I think she always wanted to. Right. But. This was just the way to really like make him realize like yes I want to be with you, 
Um, she wants to work for Chocolate Monthly Magazine. Mel, if you get that job, uh, <laughs> let us know. Please let me know. If you need an assistant, I'm your girl. Yeah. So, you know, I think between the three of us, we were all kind of on the same page with these movies. I think so, too. And I think that for this one, in the end, I appreciated how different it was. Yeah. And it, it has kept me thinking about it. Yeah. I, you guys, I watched it twice. Cause I was, yeah. Cause I was trying, I was really like, do I like this or do I just think it's weird? I know, but I really like her. I love her. I think she's, she's so very great. cute. Yeah. yeah. I loved the guy and I loved the evil girl. I also love that the guy, he has been a side character in a lot of Hallmark movies. He got his moment. You get it. Nailed it. Yeah. I thought, I also thought he was great. You yeah. know, I thought that he was, he did a great job of like conveying that he loved her and cared about her, but he was hurt about what had happened. Like he was never mean. He was never yeah. nasty. Yeah. You know? And he basically was like, all right, I'll be there. If you, yeah. if you say you can do it. Exactly. Let's, let's see. It was like, he, you know, didn't dwell on it. So yeah, it was, I, I, I appreciate for how rando it was at yeah. times, but then it really did just have me thinking like, what the heck's going on here? I know. And it made me want chocolate the whole time. Me too. Oh my God. So much I chocolate. want that chocolate that's not chocolate. I want the chocolate that's not chocolate. You could give me the strawberry Give me the kind. strawberry. I'll take every kind. I will eat all of it. Matthew knows how we feel about chocolate. Oh. Remember our chocolates thank at you. Christmas? Oh, he knows how we feel. So the weddings are done, man. And thank goodness for that. As yep. Mel reminded us, we've got 15 weeks till the countdown to Christmas. That's crazy. And that's the main event. We're in July. I know. Listen, Hallmark, if you're going to keep giving us sequels, do better. Because I, I don't think it's any kind of, I don't think it's any, you know, shocker that the two we liked were the non-sequels. They were just different. Yeah. And I think we appreciated that and responded to it. We'll see. I guess we got to wait a whole year for those June weddings, but oh, no. I will gladly wait. <laughs> I will too. I'm going to give my attention to what's coming up. Well, what do we have coming up? Summer nights? Is that what's next? Yeah, they probably changed the name again. They keep changing all these names. I know. Stick with one. And then fall. I'm always here for fall harvest. And I, and I think it's because here in Los Angeles. Yeah, we don't have a fall. We don't really have a fall, so it's nice to see those beautiful autumn colors and you know, there's always an orchard or something. Exactly. And September here is usually like hotter than summer and miserable. Yeah. We live vicariously through those movies. Same with Christmas. Like, yep. yeah, it gets cold here, but we don't see snow. No, but nobody's being snowed in in Los Angeles. That's for sure. Nope. We've, I mean, remember you guys tried to do a Christmas village and <laughs> we all know what happened to that. I mean, I wasn't even there, and I just felt the pain of it all. Pathetic. Ugh. But we survived June Brides. We did. We hope you guys checked them out. If you have any thoughts, feel free to share with us. We always love to hear it. I know. Please tweet us everything. Oh. Facebook message us. We'd love yeah. to hear your thoughts. And we'll be back sometime soon. We will. Eventually. We will do, we'll do a Summer Nights pod, and then Mel and I also have a mystery pod coming up because... Oh, there have been some good mysteries happening. So I love it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. See ya.